Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Anthony. And, I'm Angel. Oh, and, I'm uh, Knight. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah. We'll introduce our two guests today, uh, Ben Holstead and Angel Quintanilla. Yeah. Oh, you mean co-hosts. Co-hosts, <laughs> yes, co-hosts. Yeah, Knight, uh, Knight got kicked off already. From- yeah, poor guy. Always uh, getting in trouble with YouTube's uh, legal team. <laughs> <laughs> he got in trouble last time for anti-Semitism <laughs> and just bigotry. He's just a real bad guy. Yeah, I don't, think, uh, I don't even know why he's, he was my co-host last week. Sorry about that. Honestly, this is already a much better podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the idea is is that if we can make this podcast go for more runtime. Then uh, that means we've already been on this podcast longer than night. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That gives us authority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start with recently watched, but today's a special one where we just got out of the theater and we saw a special movie, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and what did you guys think? I thought the movie was excellent and very entertaining. Yeah, uh, a lot of the same. It, it wasn't what I was expecting, actually. I haven't... I didn't. I haven't seen much of this movie. I don't watch a lot of uh, trailers and stuff like that. But you know, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I liked it just in general. Me too. I've heard a lot about it actually, and so my expectations were pretty high. And it's very rarely that you go to a movie and your expectations are high and it, it meets them, but also exceeds them. You know, it is really cool in uh, a lot of sort of ways, especially visually. Uh, oh, the visuals were great. It was like they they took the comic sort of art style and put into a movie. Yeah, know? I think their art direction and their use of shading really made it so when they had these like 2D animations and graphics like smoke or these mm-hmm. comic effects, it really like seemed like a seamless transition. Yeah, and, and not only that, but like I was noticing like, uh, especially with like specifically the different characters, they would all have a certain animation style and I think that's really impressive. I don't know if you guys know about animation, but fitting that all together and compositing it so that they're, they're, they're like working together but still have their individual like sort of look and all that, I thought was really impressive. Also, just story-wise as well, it was, it was, it was entertaining. It was, it was fun, had a good message. Yeah, it was a nice surprise finding out Doc Ock was a girl in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was interesting. Without it seeming like it was pushing some sort of agenda, it was a nice surprise overall. <laughs> I, there was actually a joke about that when, uh, when he was uh, talking about the infiltration, and he thought that the head scientist was the male, but then it was the female. And I had a thing about the social thing. I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of references. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think... Two of my favorites were in the beginning, uh, the Spider-Man 3 dance. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was awesome. And then uh, when he was first teaching uh, Miles how to swing, I don't know if you guys ever played the Spider-Man game on the, on PS2 or whatever, but the, the double tap thing to, for the web. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was from the game. I right? actually didn't catch that. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I did have some like some nitpicks about the movie. I thought some of what they chose to put out of focus kind of like detracted a bit. What do you mean? Uh, sometimes, like... um. And like one shot, it would have like it would show it clo- being closing in on like a building with like straight text on it, and for some reason it'd just be out of focus. And I was like, Yeah, we're. I was like, Why? There are points where I thought, Should I be wearing three D glasses for this? Yeah, yeah, the, especially the, the overlay, the like the purple, like almost three D. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I was gonna say, yeah, the way they had that, they did their out of focus thing, where it was yeah, the overlay. Yeah. It was. It took a while to get used to it. Yeah. Actually, the the like I guess the opening sequence was the beginning with the flashing and all that, and felt like sort of like preparing you for the movie, like uh, that was the most uh, disorienting for me. You see some like frame rate stuff in the very beginning with yeah. the Spider Man dance. I thought that was kind of. Choppy, I think it's just, but I think it's just I style. Yeah, I did really like that shot where um after he gets bitten by the spider, where it's like 
the shot is like from the dead body of the spider to oh, his yes, face. That was yes. a really nice one. Yeah. And I think the art style really complements it. Like like I said, even though it's using two D two D stocks, mm -hmm. well, stock images, but like two <laughs> D assets, but against that three D background, it really doesn't feel like it's a conflicting style against the two. Uh, like you were talking about before, Ben, uh, just the way they integrated a lot of co comic things too with the panels and especially the text bubbles, I thought that was fun, and especially his inner his inner monologue was funny. Uh, I guess just to close off, favorite thing about the movie, favorite character, a little thing, or <clears throat> I actually kind of like the uh, divorced Spider-Man. That was my favorite <laughs> character, actually. All right, the are you talking about the the, the, the actual divorced one? Or I the thought year old I thought that one? was like, absolutely hilarious. I thought the noir one was actually quite charming. Oh well, yes, you got to talk about my boy Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage, life. yeah, that guy. <laughs> but yeah, you hit it on the nose with the the forty-year-old Spider-Man. Uh, I just thought. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just like it so I can make more jokes like, She left me! She, she <laughs> left me! <laughs> Stupid idiot left me. I can't believe it. She took the kids. <laughs> no, he didn't want kids. Yeah, I know, me. I know. <laughs> Stupid um, idiot didn't want, want kids. Yeah, I, I just like seeing how it went different in the different uh, Spider-Verses. And you know, you know, the whole great thing about this... Um, Spider-Verse thing they're putting forward is that it entirely justifies all these Chinese knockoff Spider-Man <laughs> toys. Because, yeah. you know, if you look at some, they're like, what is this? Spider-Man never did that. And then you're like, well, according to this movie, they're yeah. infinite Spider-Verses, so why not? His name is Miguel in one of them. <laughs> uh, so overall, I think we'd all recommend it, and we'll move on to our normal recently watched. And is there anything else you guys want to talk about movie-wise or TV that you've seen recently? Not on my mind. Currently. That's okay. Yeah. No, I don't watch, I don't watch <laughs> a lot of movies, honestly. Yes. So I don't know what I'm doing on this podcast. I'm probably a, probably not a very suitable co-host, but you know. But we're still better than that. <laughs> I'm here to stay. So yeah, to say. but but nice night here. Uh, well, I'll talk about. Well, last week was finals, and uh, so we had or the episode was finals, and we just had our finals. So yeah, we were probably a little tired and busy. But I did get to catch Fight Club the other day, and I don't know if you the David Fincher movie, Brad Pitt, yeah. Edward Norton. And uh, breaking the first and second rule, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was cool. Uh, the only thing about it, though, well, it, it's very much uh, rooted in this idea of anarchism and the irony in that. But uh, it still holds up pretty well. And uh, maybe we'll revisit it if you guys have ever seen it or something like that. But uh, I recommend it. Oh yeah, maybe we should talk about the uh, films we watched from the last time we hung out. Uh, Whenever, was... yeah, if you want. Yeah, what was it about? Sorry to bother you. Sorry. To bother oh, that was you. a good one. I love that. Yeah. Actually, uh, there's a lot of similarities between Sorry to Bother You and Fight Club, actually. Uh, its message is about uh, socioeconomic status and all that, and I thought that was pretty interesting. But uh, if you were to put both against each other, I think I'd prefer Sorry to Bother You. It, it, it's equally as funny as it is uh, thought-provoking, I thought. Yeah, I think that's a big challenge between them. If you want to get like, a point across, but you also don't want it to beat across your audience's head, mm -hmm. and you forget to be funny. It's just kind of like a big sign of, a, of the same joke, yeah. like with a message, but... You just lose whatever's funny. Like a, a badly constructed metaphor. Yeah. But uh, I'm sorry to bother you. Uh, I think one of the most just things to applaud the movie for was you're like an hour and 20 minutes into it, and then it hits you with the biggest twist of it all, yeah. the Equisapiens. It the was all beat. over the place. <laughs> yeah. Like I was the the bathroom scene. It, I wasn't sure to whether to laugh or scream when that horse just <laughs> flopped out. And... Well, Ben definitely danced at that one song rap scene. Oh my gosh. And uh, if you watch, yeah, movie, really, really broke it down at the uh, <laughs> <laughs> his rap. You know that rap really said a lot about our society and modern music in general, and I think we can all relate. Quite. <laughs> I think we can all just have a laugh at 
good things. There's a lot of things underneath it. Well, specifically with that rap scene, uh, I think that's talking more about the the obscenity and and how uh, our obsess- obsession with rap music and how it for suburban kids like us or people like that. That's how we live vicariously through that sort of violent or, or not violent but graphic music. But uh, it's interesting and like Angel had said, they do it in a funny way that doesn't tell you in a boring way like I just did. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think Spider-Man serves as a comedy? Uh, you think it was like it did like equal parts like action and comedy or just like I do I, I most of the jokes it, it, it hit for me yeah it, it did pretty well I thought it was a good mix uh well on the creative team on that uh I don't know if you guys know the two directors uh Chris Miller and Phil Lord they, they did uh the Lego movie the first one and uh oh, yeah. uh 21 Jump Street and uh they were writers on this movie not directors but uh I love all their stuff and we should we should watch 21 Jump Street uh sometime they're, they're really funny and uh I really like that. But uh, comedy and action, yeah, worked for me. <laughs> it's a nice synergy between the two, especially with, like, Peter Parker's, like, constant, like, attitude. Mm-hmm. Or, and it's not really an attitude, but it's always just, like, cynicism towards whatever situation he's yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like the I like the the thing when he when Miles first got his powers, uh, how he just caught a puberty and oh yeah, just thinking about that, I thought that was funny. That was a bizarre twist, what we found out about the girl, though. Oh, uh, Gwen? Yeah. I didn't think it was that bizarre. I was like, uh, she'll probably, like, she'll definitely come back. Because, like, now that you're in the meat of all this stupid Spider-Verse stuff, what other reason does she have to be coming back in this story? Mm-hmm. Oh, you did that then? Yeah. And I thought the uncle being the bad guy was kind of predictable when he was at his house. I'm like, I mean, at that point, like, it's kind of like a reveal already if he's mm-hmm. at his house. Yeah. There's obviously tropes with the superhero movie and all that and the yeah. conflict. But I guess, yeah, what you're talking about, like, emotionally-wise, it... it it was it was okay right there, yeah. Um, <laughs> your uncle did. <laughs> your uncle did. I have no idea why his dad was in the fucking in the generator room at the end. Oh yeah, yeah I, was I, was like, I didn't get that part. He yeah, was yeah. watching. I was like, where is he there? Yeah, Nia and I were actually talking about like he he hated that part. He's like, please open up, and he's like, okay, I guess we'll just wash it out here. <laughs> He like, should have done it like Miles Early and just put out his phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this is epic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think the only thing that would have made it worse was if he actually was in danger. And that would have been an actual cliche. I would have rolled my eyes. But at least he wasn't actually in danger. Just randomly, watching. like, his dad's hanging on, like, a, a ledge. Yeah. So, yeah. Help me, Spider-Man. <laughs> in the middle like of, a, like, a generator Voitech who has no reason to be there. Yeah. Bro, help me. <laughs> Just for no reason at all. He wasn't introduced in the scene or anything. Just, like, the camera pans over and he's hanging from some bar off his ceiling. I thought, uh, a kingpin looked kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I, every time. I loved that so I, much. It was, so, it was, like, such the the mob boss stereotype looking. Yeah. Yeah, and his, his voice, too. I, I I don't know if you guys have seen the, the Netflix Daredevil show, but... It, I, same, same guy, right? Uh, right. No, it, well, it's kingpin, the, the villain. It's a different actor and all that, but... I guess I just st- still had that fresh in my mind, and it it, it messed with my perception. I guess. Oh, it, I I just like the the scene where it had like his portraits of his family, yeah. and like he got rounder and his head <laughs> got more yeah. in the center. I thought that looked so funny, and I wasn't sure whether it was like intentional. I mean, they had to know it was funny. Yeah, I'm looking. It's like um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I like I said earlier, it's like they. They were desensitized to it. It just caught me caught me off guard. It's like at first they like they'd seen they'd seen his body shape too often. And they're like, 
No, oh, this guy this is weak. We need to make him more mob bossy. And they just yeah. throw out the production. They're like, no, more, more. And just get it. <laughs> yeah, like they got a, like a regular human body, and they just like got a Minecraft and a Minecraft silhouette. <laughs> oh yeah, it reminds me of that Kanye oh, yeah. video. <laughs> oh, oh my. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's just special. For, you, you know what? You know what they say about silhouettes, though. They that would, that would be a good example of that how you can sort of tell that guy's character just by his, yeah, his body shape yeah. and he's easily identifiable I remember at the end where we saw like his shadow oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben uh, really disliked the anime one the anime <laughs> Ben was like oh this movie sucks <laughs> and, yeah. the, and, and then like, our, our friends on the other side that we saw with were going crazy for it yeah me was like this is my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> yeah immediately when I saw it I was like alright that's it I'm walking out I also like the the Peter Porker, the pig one. Peter Porker, oh, yeah. okay, it's funny. I I didn't, I didn't mind as much the what was it Perry Parker was that the one Penny Penny Parker I didn't mind. That as was much. the anime girl. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mind as much as Ben did. I I didn't mind at all actually. I thought it was actually kind of funny. Yeah, I didn't know the spider was controlling the thing until like. Yeah, no, they said it really quick in their origin thing when they were doing three at the same time. You know. Yeah. I thought anime was was pretty cool in here too actually. Anime <laughs> yeah. is really different. She has like. I don't know how to describe it, but she's like... Some, a, some spunk. She's got, yeah, she has some sass to her. Yeah. Can you take this outside? Like, <laughs> take this fight outside. And then they fought in the house anyway. I was rather I was rather saddened at that part. It hit me emotionally. <laughs> yeah, is there anything else you want to add or... or no, I think it's enough about no, Yeah, thanks for tuning into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll get into our main topic today, which... Uh, I don't know. This is kind of impromptu. Uh, we're sorry to put you behind the current listeners, but uh, night didn't come, and then we're film. We're we're pre-recording some episodes for the f- few weeks. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Just in general, music. Uh, oh, just the ears. I did like some of the music. Uh, some of the scoring in the Spider-Man. I like oh, the French horn parts. There is a lot of cool horn parts. Yeah. I'm I'm uh, Anthony talking. I'm a French horn player, and I really really dug the French horn parts in there. Yeah, it was really nice. The octave jumps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really high ones too. Yeah, jeez. Uh, let's talk about finals week, guys. Oh, finals! How'd it go for you guys? Overall, really easy. Yeah, I'd agree. The biggest stress for me was just the the project for government, which you didn't if uh, if you didn't know, you had the option to either um, the volunteer for like five hours and write a two page report, and was that it? Uh, and a and a one page uh, profile. Profile, oh yeah, and then the other option which I ended up doing just because of, uh, I don't know, I just I just felt like doing it mm-hmm. was the four page report on uh, these boring school board meetings, and <laughs> it's so formal that it's actually just kind of gets uh, the formalities kind of get mixed up and you just kind of want to get straight to the point, but that pushes it to like two hours. Yeah. They say like agenda point five point zero point one policy one point oh oh one changing policy. Yeah, and when when I did the project I did the other one where you, you had to just talk about uh an experience like uh t- volunteering and, and your your ideas on the government and how campaigns are run. But uh I appreciate double spacing a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, to, to say the very least my favorite thing in the world is if you're writing, I had, like, it's four pages I had to write, minimum, bare minimum. And so my favorite thing to do is I write, like, two and, like, a, two lines of a single space page. And then I actually, then I, then I just, uh, nut when I fucking, 
press the double, the 2.0 spacing. <laughs> yeah. And then it turns to like four pages. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ben? Finals, um, what were we talking about there? Government? I kind of fell asleep there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, anyway, my, my exams are as expected. Honestly, I'd say, God, my schedule's so different from your guys' since I, since my falling out after a sophomore <laughs> year, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm taking it easy. The scariest was probably um, the first day exams. Uh, weight training joke here. Uh, yeah, but yeah, psych. Uh, originally, I took that class because I figured it'd be easy. You know, it's free. Everybody takes psych because they're they're good at it, right? And they want that's why they become psychology majors. Anyway, I was wrong. We had we had to type it. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it actually oh my god, I forgot like about that. Now? I completely forgot about that. I don't know. Uh, I think th- this guy we're talking about right now, he's he's a, he's a mess. <laughs> he's listening to this podcast. <laughs> 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 he's our number one fan. Like the day after we publish this, nice subscriber Go count from goes one down view by to one. Zero views. Yeah. Well, to be fair, two views to one view because I watch this podcast, which I also <laughs> hope it to be. You want some more mango? This is like yeah. the last. Yeah, I'll take some. Takes them. Yeah. Ben and Angel are, are uh, uh, as I'm speaking, drinking uh, some mango juice or something. And yeah, this is a really good podcast etiquette. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Knocked over the cups. Yeah, maybe we'll do some ASMR. Uh, anyways. Oh, oh yeah, as I was like... saying. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the fate of my uh, open eighth period uh, lies within whether I bring up this like 39% in psych. But I did I did well the first quarter, so I just had to have him average out to about a D. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so it was all in the fate of the exam. But it was just like, like here's my initial plan. I was gonna sleep all quarter and then turn all my missing work in on the last day as per usual. Nice. But Mr. Miller wasn't having that. They slept on the last day, so that didn't help. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, I got a D on my exam. I finished it out with like a 60.75 or something. I don't know. Either way, I get to keep my eighth period, so I don't care. Uh, all my other classes, freaking crossword puzzles. <laughs> yeah. I don't care, dude. I have like, Mr. Miller, or what were you going to say? My, my um, gov teacher, Miss Wagner, she was literally helping oh, us. number two today. listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down to one... She was actually, like, writing answers on the board. She gave us this note page that had, like, most of the answers for the exam on it. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. But, yeah, they're they're easy, basically. I don't have too much talking. What do you want to say? Oh, uh, I I have Mr. Miller as well, but for anatomy instead of psychology. And, yeah, sometimes he can be a real pain in your butt. Uh, But, uh, well, for my exams, I pretty much dabbed on my entire class. And I turned it in, and then he just told him that I, I got the highest score out of all of them. And uh, I didn't even study, so yeah, major major nene right there. Um, and yeah, exams for me are actually pretty easy. The only one I actually was worried about was government, and it wasn't the project, but the actual exam, because uh, like I said, I don't study and and some of those things. <laughs> Holy crap! We have I'm we have. Sorry, we have the news. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Yeah, we we okay. got the we got we the news. We had the TV on, and 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 this car just. Exploded or something? <laughs> no, here's what it did. It like, driving it, like <laughs> it like ramped off of a divider and left like Back to the Future flame trails behind it. Yeah. And then it completely did a flip into like a tunnel and we yeah. couldn't see it anymore. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, anyway, that's enough of that. About government. Honestly, I, I 
I don't know. That class is like the anti-motivation for me. Like I have, I have no uh, interest at all in in uh, learning Gov anymore. Really, I think government is a. Uh, I think it's interest, interesting to learn about, but it's just annoying for Miss Marshall to teach it. Yeah, it, like uh, a lot of. A lot of my classes are, or at least school in general. In school, I'm grinding and I do all my work, so I don't have to work at home. But government's the actual one where you kind of have to do stuff outside of school. Yeah, I guess I'm not really down with that. This yeah, year. <laughs> I really don't want to do anything outside of school. I really, I really don't like government, <laughs> like the yeah. class. Yeah, and and like the thing is, like in class, all we do are worksheets or like the, her lectures. No one, no one listens because there's no real comprehensible way to it. You know. <laughs> Funny story about lectures. <laughs> Go ahead. When um, oh. <laughs> Ben's probably heard this as well, but Anthony knows all too well. Um, one day we were talking about interest groups and packs, and because I was doing like her her boatload of um, packets, these, these big packets were like what like six pages a packet, yeah. all double sided. And you have to fill them out. I mean, there's a quiz out on all of them, so it's kind of brainless. And I'm not, I don't feel like I'm actually working on or learning anything. I'm just, I'm just writing stuff down. And she calls my name, and she's like, uh, what was the question? It was like, oh, what, what are grassroot level? What's oh, yeah, the yeah. grassroot level? It was, it was like you? defining grassroot, like, politics or something. Oh, yeah, like gra- grassroot lobbying. And at least now I know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but at the time, because I was just doing, focusing on this completing work and not really taking in anything uh, I was writing down. I just gave her a really broad and general answer and uh, she said, okay. Now that's the kind of answer I'd give a zero for. <laughs> and the whole class looked at me with their glaring <laughs> eyes and a bead of sweat ran down my forehead and down the, and down my temple. And, every, <laughs> and then she's like, don't laugh. Don't laugh, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, like, like usually the class is always rowdy and something's going on. But it, this literally this one moment, Angel answered, she said that, and the class was just dead silent. Just like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, I looked at Anthony with, like, the biggest shock on my face. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, in conclusion, Angel just got bullied by our gut teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it wasn't cool with but I guess I'm part of the problem because I didn't even call safe voice after it happened. Yeah. If you're a spectator, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess in school in general, I'm just kind of lucky. That stuff usually doesn't happen to me and I ace all my exams. But uh, I don't know how long this luck will, will, will ride with me. But uh, <laughs> Somehow it, li- it rides to your PhD and just like, holy fuck. <laughs> well, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> this is the easiest thing I've done. Oh, my God. Uh, It's Friday. And like we said, we just got out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got exams. But uh, what do you guys have planned for the break? I'm just planning to lounge back. I I feel like I should really grind on trumpet. Because I feel like because uh, I've just had work to do, I've been always been playing catch-up. Especially since I started working over the summer, mm-hmm. and I always practice during the summer, but this time it was different, and I just actually just spent like weeks just not touching my instrument, and so I feel like I've always been doing catch up, and I guess now it's time to do it. Nah, bro, we already made history Northwest, and we've, <laughs> we've reached the apex. There's no need to practice anymore. <laughs> yeah, we we're at the climax, and now we're in the the, the end, we're reaching the end, or the pinnacle of Clark County. <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, so Ben and Angel right here are, are trumpet players and uh, pretty good ones, if I do say so myself. I'm slightly gooder. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As of as of uh, uh, December first, Ben is a uh, slightly gooder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what do you guys have to say about music or how how it is obviously affected our lives and how much time we spend with it? I don't like it. <laughs> I should have played sports. <laughs> I think music is probably like the best judge of character I can have in school because if like you can, if if anyone really doesn't work hard, there's no better way to show it than if someone just like yeah. I guess uh, musicianship or just being a musician is is there's a lot of tests of your own integrity. You know, so yeah. you can't you can't leave it out there. If I drop music, I'd be a friendless loser. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I guess for all of us, in fact, uh, basically our entire friend group in a lot of hours and hours. A lot of time spent just comes from music and band and in general, and uh, I guess that's the coolest thing about it is it kind of gave us a sense of belonging and purpose, yeah. at least in a meaningful sort of sense. <laughs> yeah. And even though there are discrepancies between what we believe in and the ensemble saying, I think it's all just like one big bull. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like what you said about the integrity thing, Angel. Uh, yeah, music. Is, I guess that's what I could say. It's taught me a lot of just uh, owning up to things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's no there's no better way to judge yourself than you if you're worried about how everyone else is judging you at the same time. And mm-hmm. you barely come to close terms with yourself. You good? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. A YouTube video was camp, uh, just turned on. Uh, speaking of which, you want to play that burp? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get copyright taken down by uh, by Badlands Chugs himself. Taking the world. He's like, yo, <laughs> one one bottle at a time. Chug, chugging the world. <laughs> one one bottle, bottle at a time. time. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but like I was saying. Honestly, chugging is a good skill. I think I had hurt my epiglottis a little bit the other day trying to do it. And now Ben's scarf for life. I have I have a few a uh, few ounces of water in my lungs at the moment. I <laughs> I assume that goes away with time, so I'm just gonna call it. <clears throat> yeah, I just remember uh, being super stressed out all the time in freshman year, Mr. Case. Remember the scale and the the we the, had tests every week, skills tests in that book, what, little a yeah, two things or whatever. Mr. Case really shaped you guys up, didn't he? Yeah, honestly, uh, I don't think I would be as good without the sort of environment you put us in, you know. Yeah. I didn't have that. I just bulled with Raymond Lau and uh, yeah. Jesse Horn. And but I was with Newman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Newman. Yeah, that I was about weird. that guy. Yeah, he really was weird. He was really tall. He was just big. Yeah. Remind me of Aquaman. He's a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I really don't have anything to say. <laughs> I think might be a kingpin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he actually does titles like Kingpin. Put Kingpin in a banana suit. That's Newman. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, you guys see uh, the Allstate repertoire? Uh, oh, what's it? I forgot the other two songs, but they're doing Firebird Suite, which has Jesus, <laughs> which has a, a cool horn solo at least. <laughs> the last like first, the last part or like? I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the finale, but I don't know. I hope so. Firebird Suite's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh... The whole fucking movie, the whole fucking suite. Uh, my freshman year, we actually played the finale in orchestra. 
and that was cool. Russell, uh, my one of my uh, mentors. Yeah, he nailed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess uh, music's cool. What do you got planned, Ben? <clears throat> For what? Just music? For the break? Oh, the break? Or whatever you want to talk about. I don't know. I might just. I think I'm just gonna stay home this year. It's it's kind of anticlimactic because we usually do something like every year we travel somewhere, have the family over something. This break, we're just staying home. I don't know what we're gonna do honestly. Man, this this season's flown though. I don't know about you guys, but personally, it seemed like the holiday season started like yesterday and now. Yeah. Christmas in like four days. So. Yeah. Well, the I thought the the thing that's like feels weird for me is how. Uh, Late we're getting out, you know, because usually, like, Christmas is, is yeah. like, next, like, Tuesday or something like that. It's this Tuesday. Or, yeah, you see? <laughs> yeah. It's soon. Um, but yeah. I feel like college applications was probably the, the biggest time it just, like, flew by. Oh, college. Yeah. I procrastinated so heavily on those, and I think, I don't know, I only applied to two schools, but I, I still have yet to send in my transcripts. Oh yeah. Oh, I, 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 uh, I got mine a few weeks ago. I still got an extra copy right here. Yeah, all the good, all the good scholarships are probably taken. Probably out of luck and have to pay full prices. But you know. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I'm like, uh, I wish I, I wish I had uh, jumped on top of the scholarship game. <laughs> oh, I could have. Yeah. I remember in the summer. Uh, I was like, oh, yes, I want to start right away. And I want to get all of them done. I want to make millions of dollars. And... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to become a million. Now, now, <laughs> yeah. I'll become a million there. Now, now I'm just sitting here. I'm like, dang, did I really spend 15 bucks on Secret Santa? <laughs> <laughs> I got Valvo for Secret Santa, so that's I'm just chilling. What did you get, Ben? I got... Oh, yeah, I got a ton of M&Ms. Yeah, it's exactly what I asked for. I scribbled on a note card. I don't know, just give me 10 to $15 worth of M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but on the scholarship thing, like uh, Isaac, uh, our buddy, uh, he's basically got a full ride to UNLV. Yeah, he's got and like more, 15K. like fifteen k, and yeah. it only costs like seven thousand. I'm I'm just glad yeah. you can reapply for scholarships next year, so that I can think to hop on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I only applied to two schools, and uh, the fastest stuff. I guess they just got that recently, so they they're offering me financial aid, but. I don't know how to log into the UNLV portal, so I don't know how much. <laughs> you call them. Can, can you help me find my account? Yeah, same deal with UNR. I can't figure out how to log in that thing. Yeah. Well, so UNR like, is due February 1st, so I think you should have time. Yeah, and, I and, do have time. I applied and everything. I I don't know. I just haven't I haven't logged in because, <laughs> one, I don't know how. And Yeah, so, like, they, they, gave, they gave me, like, a, an ID thing so I can – but you need a password, too, and, and – uh, like Isaac said, they're supposed to send you an email with it, but I didn't get an email for it. And then I contacted them, and I I, I did the forgot password button thing, and they said they sent me it, but if uh, I don't know, it's just problems with that. And I also applied to USC, but I don't think I'm gonna get into there. But it was just a worth a shot. But that that the results for that don't come out until January. So I applied to Harvard and sent in a uh, MS Paint drawing as my application. <laughs> I see. Me. My my multi million dollars made off of scholarships that yeah. you aren't gonna get. Yeah, I always say, you know, do you remember that chart Doctor C showed us a couple years ago of like, um, 
the people who made it to Harvard, like, it was a graph that showed, like, their GPA on one axis and, like, their test scores on another axis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then there was that one outlier that was, like, in the bare bottom <laughs> yeah. corner. Yeah. I say that's going to be me. They're going to think my <laughs> MS Paint drawing is so ingenious they can't, they have to let me in. Honestly, I've, I've heard stories like that, though. Like, all you just got to do is, like, write them. Like, uh, I, I remember uh, someone was telling me how, or I heard this college story how someone got rejected. So they just wrote another essay about why, a good thing you rejected me because I'm too good for you. And then they're like, okay, we'll let you in. Well, shoot. <laughs> uh, I hate you and you're going to be so mad. You're gay if you turn me down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, shit, what do we do wait, about wait, this? Wait, 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 this podcast is banned for oh, homophobic comments. Oh, yeah, censor that word. That's okay. Uh, we, we have nothing against uh, any uh, race or creed out there. You know, my brother's gay, so he gave me a pass. He gave me a pass to call him gay. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the next segment of our podcast where we do the stupidest laughs we can and then laugh about it for another 30 minutes. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) What do you think uh, separates the essays from the Harvard students? That's what I wonder about, and like uh, when I was writing my essays and, and crap, like uh, I did read about, I, I did read ones from people who had got in, and it's like uh, it's hard to distinguish. But what I thought also is like, if I'm reading this, there's probably at least another good thousand kids that are reading this and trying to go in the same style, so I can't even do that. Yeah, I think I think a lot. I think what ends up happening, even though it's like totally baseless and I have no I have no evidence of this. I think everyone tries too hard to be out of the box, but I think because they're trying too hard, they lose focus of, like, proving themselves. That's what I think. That's what I was going to say about that, is, like, because everywhere, anybody who you ask about college essays, they'll always say the same thing. Stand out. Yeah, it, it's, it's and then it's, like, superficial uniqueness, you know? It's, like, you're, you're trying to make yourself yeah. stand out. And yeah. I, I think the thing with that, too, is, like, the things that sort of, like, make everyone or, or us unique are... The things we kind of think, oh, that's that's kind of dumb, or that's that's stupid, or that's the thing I do, but who cares? Well, that's what they want to know about, you know, or that's what you you should you should say without without putting in someone's face, like I know some people do. Yeah, I think conflicts I have with writing are, I can either be too direct, or I can be like, I can try to write it in like a very like, I wouldn't say complex, but very like, um, I guess trying to sound mature way. Mm-hmm. But if I Intricate. get yeah, and, and thank you. Um, if I try to if I try to directly, it does get to the point effectively, but there's also a challenge between getting it developed. And you don't want to sound fluff because if you make your point in the very first sentence and you kind of also kind of prove it, there's no really workaround to stop sounding to not sound repetitious. I, that's what I think. Well, that's just writing in general. Now we're talking about, but uh, like the thing where like you state your thesis and like. You may, you might have the best thesis in the world, but if you don't write a good essay or, or construct a narrative or something around that, it's it's just a thesis. It's not a it's not a convincing piece of. Here's my philosophy: if I have to write an essay to apply, I'm not going there. <laughs> you should just say that. Or if I, <laughs> see, yeah. no, I'll, I'll write I'll write down the lyrics of uh, the super or the um. Sorry, sorry to bother you. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, rap yeah. scene. I'll just write that until I meet the character limit, and then say. Let me in. <laughs> that'll be my that'll be my essay. Yeah, but it's all in all watch it. I would say the lyrics, but I'm not sure how that'd go down with YouTube. So <laughs> just keep on saying it. We'll just censor it the entire uh, yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> I already. 
can say that. What if you don't? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, Knight is gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, this is Knight's act of revenge. <laughs> uh, but but that, I've always thought I was a bad writer, so I'm like, when I, when I was writing my college essays and all that, I'm like, uh, geez, uh, I don't know how this is gonna go down. But at the same time, like, there's outlets out there that can help you improve that. But I think I was just too afraid or insecure, like, to ask my English teachers or anything like that. Because our Miss Henderson, our English teacher, uh. She has a sign-up list where you can actually just, like, one-on-one, like, conference and consult about your application and all that. And, uh, I love Miss Henderson, but I was just... Miss Henderson's cool, but she's also intimidating. Yeah, like, I feel like, like, she's so nice and all that, but, like, but at the same time, I don't want her to ever think of me in the wrong way and, or, like, like, think, like, oh, man, this, this kid's not a good writer, like, he's a... Yeah. Uh, it might be too late for me considering my group history. Oh. How bad they are. Yeah, another Except story. I don't, know, I don't know if Andrew wants to share, but he also got bullied by Miss Henderson. Oh wait, <laughs> with the phone. He's just the teacher's wait. punching bag. <laughs> Jeff's punching bag. No, wait, with the phone. Wait, I don't remember this one. When she was talking, and then the- oh yeah. So typically in my classroom, my my group members, which aren't which aren't uh, Salem and Dustin, but these other four, Caleb. Oh, I say Dustin. Dustin. Caleb and Sayla. I don't know why I said Dustin. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck Dustin. I oh hate my Dustin. god. No, Dustin was... Mater is the worst. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was about to continue with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But usually these three, and they're always on their phone and having some, like, like off topic conversation. And there is really bad what they're talking about. They're either talking about something incredibly vulgar or just incredibly stupid. Mm-hmm. And, like, they do that during, like, Miss Henderson's talking. And every now and then, Miss Henderson's like, guys, stop talking. I'm explaining the final exam. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. for example. And I just, I just like listening to Miss Henderson. Her, her little... Her tangents are, like, just interesting to me. Yeah, she's, she's, a, she's a movie gal. Uh, secretly, I think. Yeah. Not really secretly. She's... <laughs> She really loves Mel Brooks. I'm a closet movie person. <laughs> but, yeah, typically I try to avoid being associated with the just this one half of my group. And the one time I had my phone out when my dad was calling me and I, had a, I couldn't take his call because she was lecturing, uh, she got really mad at me. She's like, take out your phone because she's used to seeing a phone light off in her table. And this is my unlucky break. Yeah. Honestly, uh, that's a lot of things. Like I feel like, uh, gotta be careful with who, your perception or teachers' perception or impressions. You know uh, how people associate you with, like, or whatever. And uh, like, that might have been your one time, but it won't seem like that to other people. I think that's just effects of interactions in general or how people see the image. <laughs> yeah. My English teacher is always just overly happy about everything, it seems. <laughs> it's kind of scary. And her name is Dr. Steel. <laughs> it's like a total movie villain name, but it's yeah. like... Dr. Steel. And she Dr. Steel. But instead you get this uh, scarily happy uh, pregnant English teacher. <laughs> our, our teacher's pretty happy, too. Or uh, she's happy, but then at the same time, like... Uh, there's always an underlying passive aggressiveness to her. Yeah, mine too. It's like she's trying so hard to keep it up, but really she just wants to go, Shut up! Hey, uh, have you noticed how often Miss Henderson says that's a great question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she never wants to make any of her students feel bad, but like, she always 
talks bad about other class periods. Yeah, uh, and, I, I have her for zero period. Angel has her for seventh, and her other AP lit class is second period. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> every day she's always talking crap about the other two classes. And I don't know if she ever says anything about zero period, but never about zero period. <laughs> I guess we're the. You we're guys should have been there for Anthony's presentation. <laughs> yeah, I, I I killed my presentation today in there. <clears throat> I wish I got more opportunities to do those kind of things. It seems like. It seems like now that I'm out of the real uh, challenging classes, nobody really ever puts up any kind of um, presentation or group projects in general these days. Mm-hmm. So it's always a it's always a real treat anytime I get to stand up there and present at all because I really haven't this year. Yeah, I, I like presenting too. Like some people, like they absolutely can't stand it. Or I get oh sorry. Man. Yeah, go ahead. I get nervous for the setup, but usually I just. I'm pretty lucid in my thoughts when I'm up there and just speaking. Yeah, you, I find you just you just got to feel at home while you're up there, you know? You got to, like... You can't show them you're afraid, you know? Yeah, nobody's... You can't think that they're, like, criticizing you harshly. You got to imagine, well, they just want to... Honestly, they're probably just thinking about lunch or whatever. But. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think, like, a lot of time when I'm up there, like, no one's actually listening, so I can just say what I want to say, how I want to say it. <laughs> And I do. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know about you, but I've had I've j- had generally pretty good impressions with these things. So sometimes it actually seemed like people wanted to see what I had to say, which was yeah. It I, always made me want to be up there just that much more. Yeah, that's why I I kind of wish I did a seminar, seminar, yeah, seminar yeah. and all that. So, um, I, I feel like it's a good outlet to talk about whatever you want to talk about and not be worried about any sort of setup because it's it's free form. Mm-hmm. Um, I did actually take a capstone class in, uh, in uh, junior high, my eighth grade year. And that one, that one was more like I guess science related. And uh, at the end of the year, basically we just had to give like a, a thirty to forty minute presentation on something, this big uh, APA essay and all that crap. But uh, yeah, you could just do it on whatever you wanted. I did mine on fish. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, presenting presenting is cool, and I, I I like I always ask my teacher if I can make a video, and so yeah. I usually like to make a companion piece. Did, did I tell you about my uh, English end of the year project last year? No, I haven't. So basically, um, we had to do a project discussing a societal issue and how we could possibly solve it. Uh, I think I remember a little bit. And uh, yeah, Seabass is in my class, <laughs> so I was in, I was in his group, and I was like, okay, what can we make out of this? And then everybody in the group is like. Removing the stigma on marijuana. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that happened my freshman year. And I, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to do something a little more tame, but you know that's what we got. And then I ended up doing all the work anyway on a issue that I did. And then the the presenta- the presentation was literally probably a solid minute of like the seven minutes we were allowed. Seabass was just playing this song, rapping about weed and like he's rapping. He's, yeah, he's like. He's going with it in his raspy voice. <laughs> so that was a song. <laughs> we finally had to stop him. Yeah, yeah we got a D on that. Anyway, <laughs> what were you saying? I think like the big difference between Zone and Magnet is like, like I've always been saying, like you either get to be overwhelmed or underwhelmed. Yeah, I wish there was an in between, honestly, and and maybe there would it would be if we had just gone to Zone and a, a normal school with in the accelerated classes there. Yeah. Yeah, the way I see it is, uh, AMSAT would be like the the hard level, like break your nuts level of uh, of work, and honestly, it was too much for me to handle. Clearly, yeah. Uh, regular classes, I took one of those. I took regular physics last year, and I just felt, I felt so ahead of it. But it was kind of nice because it was it was real easy. That's what how I feel this year. Um, 
So I'm in I'm AP Calc, but uh, AB. So like the AB and BC thing is kind of like Calc one, Calc two. And I was in pre-calc BC, which basically uh, prepares you for calc two and all that. But I went into AB, and so now I'm just a breeze. I, I took my exam today, got 102%, while half my class is failing. <laughs> yeah. I, I would always look at the average scores, and not to sound like egotistical uh, or too prideful, but like it would be like in the low 70s. And like, I have like a 90 Yeah, whatever. the last test we had before, like it was 68% was the average. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like... What the hell? And, like, if you just... I just, like, every now and then, uh, in the middle of, like, us just doing accelerated math, I'll just look at the classroom, and they're just, like, dicking around in the laptops or whatever. That's the thing that bothers me when people complain about their bad grades or whatever, but then yeah. you see their work ethic or how they go about it, and they're, they're not actually... They don't want to do good. It's, like, a lot of times, like, uh, people... Uh, I like to exercise and, and say hello to other people. They come up to me and they, they want to know what I did because I used to be a little bit chubby. But I just, it's really simple, and everyone knows the answer. You just got to eat better and exercise, but then they don't do that, and they, they're they still, like, unhappy or whatever. But sorry for getting on attention on that, but the work ethic and grades and all that, I think. Honestly, you've probably had one of the, like, most dramatic shape-ups I've ever seen. Like, it's... Yeah, we'll we'll put a picture in there, and you you can see uh, some differences. But uh, yeah, how put, big my yeah. how big my cock has gotten in like the last three years? It's like I didn't, I never really noticed because I see you on a regular basis. But then you look at old pictures, and you're like, wow. Yeah, people from middle school, I run into them, and they don't recognize me, or they think I'm a stranger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, school is the. Uh, that <laughs> yeah you think uh people in college they just play the school game too well or they just or uh they're just actually like smart I think that, that's what i'm afraid for college so uh the thing about the grades and all that like honestly grades grades aren't a way to tell i guess how intelligent you are just how how good you can like you say play the school game and all that and in my case how lucky you are honestly i don't know how i got all a's and all that but uh this year i'm not that good <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know how it is in college. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Tune in next year in uh, our uh, 100th episode. Yeah, our 100th episode and our million subscriber special. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. You, you kidding me? You think we'll surpass PewDiePie by next year? Yeah, Yo. according according to Knight, we're already on the... On the we're on the, track. Yeah. We're on track. Uh, Knight, he's so worried about everything. He's He's got this big schedule plan out. He's like, no, do split episodes and we'll have, <laughs> we'll have Ben in one episode. Yeah, he's probably like, getting triggered if he's listening to this right now. And, you know, there's there, we have no no structure at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Here, I got, I got him. This this message is for Knight. Anybody who's listening to this, uh, stop stop listening to this. This, <laughs> this message is for Knight right now. Uh, set your timer for like 15 seconds. Yeah, well, then... well, I'll put a skip thing to where when, when Ben's done. All right, Knight, listen here. You, you got to... You're you're too you're too uptight about literally everything, pal. When really your podcast, it was entertaining, but it wasn't world class. And you know why? Your commentary is subpar, and I don't like you. You're a loser. Yeah. Keep it in. All right, keep it regular, in. regular audience, keep going. Yeah. Go. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, how are we gonna How are we gonna manage that transition from talking about night to just? I guess we'll find out. Tune in, tune in. Tune in, tune in for... Stay till the end for hilarious...
Okay, so we've been riffing for a while, and we're going to end with our, our last segment, which is creative time, which I don't know if you guys listened to the last one, but basically this is just where Knight and I would, would bounce off ideas about uh, stories or, or, or films or shorts or whatever, but uh, uh, I guess I'll start. You guys can think of a story thing, but honestly, I've, I've had this thing in my, in my head for a while, and it's, it's really simple, actually. It's just, it's just a, a, I guess, a, a little autobiographical, but I just want to have a thing about about uh I guess we'll call it me in this situation uh honor band auditions and 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 things go awry in this th- situation but i i had I have these sequences planned out or at least uh uh things where uh new world symphony is playing in the background but largo which is the the, the ball- ballad or lyrical movement and uh yeah it's just like it starts out with me and my day and showing a normal day uh and during that, I meet someone, but uh, you just brush it off. And uh, the honor band edition is is that night. And uh, school ends. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready to get everything ready. My auditions in, in like two hours or three hours. When uh, I don't have my music, so I go to my car, um, and I, I'm about to drive home. But my I left my lights on, so my car's dead, and so I'm I'm basically stranded. But then that person I met earlier in the short, she uh, offers to help me. But then in the process, uh, things go awry in there and all that. But yeah, you probably, probably just fell asleep right there. Uh, uh, but uh, do you guys have anything to add to creative time? Things in your head. Creative time. <clears throat> I don't know. I was interrupted before I got to this segment last time. So. <laughs> probably listen to it tonight when I get home. Anyway, like just, just bounce off a story you came up with or... Whatever. I mean... Uh, Knight and I are still trying to figure out what, the, what this creative time thing is and he's probably going to get the most triggered from this because creative time is his favorite section and it's only going to be like 9 minutes long it's alright we can use that intermission time as uh... new, part 2 part 2 video yeah, where Knight, this, is, Knights can... this is a pretty rolling conversation we still have a bunch of yeah you know I thought, I thought it'd be difficult with uh, you know just sitting here talking at stuff I, I guess once you get going it's not too bad but I digress <laughs> what about what about a film idea where somebody starts off uh, you know decent decent life decent childhood all that and then they just go down the complete wrong path uh, life is absolute at the bottom and then something brings them immediately to the top and then they die bent on <laughs> bent on <autobiography>. my <laughs> Ben, in all caps, no last name to Ben. And it's it's all just like that's the name of the title. That's the title of the movie too. It's directed by Ben. It's like Ben Hur, but they just take out their. It's Ben. It's all just iPhone footage that I recorded myself, and you can see me walking to the camera after the shot's done. Yeah, it's not even edited. They're just putting scene after scene. You die. I die, and I'm like, you get You you cut it. And then it cuts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, think. Uh, or what about a rags to riches story? But as soon as they reach riches, they die. The same thing. Right? <laughs> I, I, I think. Back. I think Ben has a recurring theme, or already yeah. set up. Talk. It's like a foster connection. We all go. The human experience is pretty universal. And there's only kind of a set amount of things you can. There's only so many stories you can tell. And I think that the thing about storytelling is it's just the way you tell it. I have the toughest time with creativity and that kind of thing. 
because yeah. I feel like anything I can think of has already been done before. You know? Yeah, that's what I that's what I think about too, and like that's what I was saying, kind of like our college essay thing, like uh, when I was reading the thing, it's like all right, these people got in by being unique this way, but now a thousand other kids are currently going to be unique that way, so it's not unique anymore. I I find it easier when coming up with this stuff to um, to work backwards. You know, make something that doesn't necessarily make sense at first, but if you can come up with... Um, but within the process, you... You can make up a story behind it and work that backwards in your story. I like that, actually. That, that's a... Like, I was I was thinking about it. What if you took... Like, what was that What was that one movie we watched with the guys living... The guys oh, the that Endless? looked identically? The Endless? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then the spider lady at the end? I oh, thought... No, 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 that's Enemy. Oh, yeah, Enemy. enemy? Yeah. What if... You just said, okay, this woman's going to turn into a giant spider at the end, and then you work the story, like, backwards. You made up a story of how it would end up to that point. Yeah. Sometimes I think about stuff like that. Yeah, like, that's, a, uh, again, tying, kind of tying it back what, about essays and all that, the thesis thing. He had a really cool thesis and, and a good punchline, but he didn't have a narrative around that or in the beginning, but they kind of form, form a story, which is interesting. Interesting way to look. I like that, Ben. You think that's kind of how like they make movies based on subtext? If like if like if someone has a subtext completely in mind, do you think they just like come up with a message and then build a story around that to represent it, or just like? Well, see, I, I think it depends because like uh, it, it it depends on I guess how much uh, obvious they want to make that metaphor. Like uh, uh, a movie. I don't know if you guys seen it. It came out last year. It's called Mother with exclamation oh, point by Darren Aronofsky. But that one, there's a lot of subtext and a lot of a lot of. Uh, I guess criticism, metaphors, symbols, but it's so it's so jumbled, and I think that's part of the point because he only wrote it in a week. Um, but uh, there, it, it's almost it beats you on top of the head with it, in not in an artistic way, which I think uh, a movie sort of like uh, "Sorry to Bother You" does. Yeah. Uh, where uh, as much as it is commercial, it it's still a, sort of a form of uh, art, <laughs> I guess you could say. And uh, that's the thing about stories, I guess you gotta. You gotta find a way to tell something worth telling in a way that people will listen. Like I think that's what the government. It's I think it's important that we learn that stuff, and I I think I, I should care more, but I, I just don't just because of the way it is. <laughs> yeah. Thinking kind of like a tangent, but something that's always on my mind is like how ignorant I I'm being right now. Like you always see these things on the internet where it's like the average person thinks they're above average. Mm-hmm. And, like, because yeah. you know that, you kind of want to assume that you're wrong, but you also have, like, this inner sense, like, inner sense of yourself where you're, like, maybe I'm right in this, in, like, some parts. Yeah, I, what I think about, like, everyone thinks they're the main character of their own movie, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Every, yeah. I think, like, everyone thinks they're self-aware, but really, we're kind of not. <laughs> oh, yes. We're, we're just extras in other people's movie. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and uh, on that, it's like, uh, or I guess... Uh, now I'm talking about like society and culture in general, but I guess this the sort of self awareness and almost everyone wants to be like I guess in a party or whatever like you know like the people that would be like man this is so dumb and then that's how they they kind of bond. But now I feel like, uh, at least now as teenagers I feel like everyone's like that you know and everyone wants to be like uh, wow this is this is what we're doing wow, right this, now. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Like, I feel what, like, do you, what do you mean about like the like say just I, just life in general like like. Like, like you just were, just a fun life and uh but i guess i guess to tie it uh, uh back to what you said before like you, you said in your classes about presentations and how no one takes it seriously well now even in our ap lit classes you you were talking about how some presentations were yeah they're kind of very 
it's very general mm-hmm. and very literal. And I feel like they didn't have a good grasp on their stories when there could have been so much more. Because, like, they're talking about, like, like a really fantastic short story of uh, Battle Royal. And it, it's it's pretty much paralleling... um. Uh, <clears throat> it's paralleling the life of just like a black man who's like under uh, who's underneath all these impressions and tries to escape from his own identity, but at the same time he try um, in order to gain success he has to he he's in, he's in the process of being exploited, and he tries to hate he tries to go against it, but he also hates himself at the same time for just going along with it, and like uh, one of the, like one of the scenes um. It talked. It talked about um, how he's uh, he's observing a stripper, and it goes into great detail about her body parts, and like while like the group that I was presenting were like the kind of level to only like snicker around when they mentioned like eh, it's a nipple, very very surface level stuff. Yeah, very. And, and that's another thing. Everyone wants to be. I, I personally, I think everyone wants to be too funny sometimes. You know, like they never want to look no into. One, no one. I, I sound like an old person saying this, but, like, sometimes you just want to sit back and appreciate something, and you just kind of get kind of crabby when people just don't take it as seriously as you do, but I, it'd also be kind of uh, immature to expect that from everybody. Yeah, so I guess and we're immature on I both guess, levels. I guess that's life in general, trying to find the balance between, uh, between passion and uh, fanaticism, I guess you could call it, you know. Yeah. Um, but now, just to get a little stuff on us, you know, we're... I'm kind of criticizing uh, people, and but now in the sort of sense where we are those people, you know, we're we're the ones in the corner talking about yeah. talking yeah. about like uh, like I was saying, like with the thing with like I try to be self aware of my self awareness, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like if I do something that's a bad habit, I'm like, how does this kind of how does this kind of rep- make a representation of myself? And I try to think outside of that, but in the end, it just kind of all closed down, like. I'm still only 17, and maybe this is just me being a dumb teenager. Yeah, that's, like, uh, you're, uh, like, what you say, like, you're you're trying to be self-aware of what you're doing, but in, in the process of doing that, you're, you're sort of, like, you're trying to manufacture your own image, and when you do that, everyone can tell when it's it's not. Yeah. It's, it's just whatever. <laughs> it's like if you try to make a profound thought, but then you realize, uh, but then you realize, um... Wait a minute! I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You you can't try. You just you just gotta do. You just got you just gotta make a profound thought. But whenever you try to think, uh, it's gotta come naturally, and whatever yeah. happens happens. You know. Well, I guess uh, to 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 conclude today, uh, we like Spider Man. Uh, We're dumb teenagers. I love Spider Man. Knight is a horrible person. Fuck Knight. Yeah, I hate that guy. And uh, I think I, I, I've tied a story together about Ben. You wanted a rags to riches thing. We're talking about society and social thing. I don't want a rags to riches. That's cliche. Ben wants a riches to rags, rags to riches. Riches rags to death. Yeah, that's right. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, your 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 home has been foreclosed. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of this movie I actually saw recently called A Serious Man, where basically any. Bad thing just happens to him for no reason, and kind of out of his indifference, things happen. Bad things happen to him. But yeah, okay, so we'll have it. This guy, he's a. He thinks he's better than he is. You know, he has this sort of thing in life, but uh, something happens to him. He gets fired. He uh, he he gets dumped. He gets fat. But uh, and in this sort of isolation or whatever, maybe he finds a. He finds something that no one's noticed before. 
Maybe maybe no one has ever made a, a mango mucho mango juice by Arizona right here, and he does this, and uh, he starts his own company and he makes it to the top, but at the top he finds out that uh, he he builds the self awareness. He understands oh there's other people that are making mango juices out there, and in that process he he he's, he's trying. He he's not coming from the pure sort of sort of a need to to do something now, and he, he's just doing it to be the to. In spite of the other other companies, and that's what ended ultimately his downfall, and he dies. <laughs> he fucking dies. The end. Thanks for listening today, guys. Oh wait, here's. Ah, uh, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. I was I was gonna do something. But Go for it. I was gonna. Something I think about quite frequently. I'm sure many other people have also thought of this, but there's this. There's this one kind of plot I always think of. What if, like, you imagine. You, you like see an entire life play out, and then right, right as death approaches, the guy just wakes up to another day of his life. You know, it's like it. your entire <laughs> life is just a dream. Oh, and then you wake up the next. Do you ever like think about that? I I, I yeah. think of it in a similar way. But I've always thought like, what if what if I've I've died and and now I'm in the afterlife? Yeah. But the afterlife is just boring. Just a just a dream of your life. And you're kind of, you're kind of just reliving. I was off. <laughs> reliving it. I was thinking way. like, uh, some people get bored with just a life on here, and then you're wondering like, if there's anything out there. Well, what keeps them so intrigued for eternity? Yeah, uh, I think this just brings up an interesting point about humans in general and how we we sort of there's something like a very attractive and elusive about the unknown and, and yeah. the m- mystery, but at the same time, a lot of times uh, maybe there's. N- we're putting more to it than yeah. Maybe there's just nothing, right? Like I've always, I've always been fascinated by space and all that. But I'm thinking, you know, what if, what if it sucks? What, what if, if there's like... nothing out there? What if you just like what's but... what's beyond the black hole? Is there a, is there a white hole that leads to another plane of existence? And then you're like, no, you just die, dude. There's nothing to it. <laughs> but at the same time, what if Wally is happening right now? <laughs> like another galaxy. What if we're actually a really microscopic civilization on <laughs> one of Wally's trash teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Horror hears a who? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Wally hears a how. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well I, I feel like we, we really hit something right there at the end. Something, something, something maybe worth revisiting or something. Something thought-provoking that will hopefully drown out all the other crap that happened earlier in this discussion. <laughs> but, uh... Our time, our time is up right now, and and thank if you if anyone is listening to right here, I just want a round of applause for bearing with us for all this time, and tune in next week and see if uh, we got anything else. I would also like say. to thank our sponsors, Blue Apron. For- <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get flack for that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.